for the equaliser, and it's a beautifully sculpted score for is won by Armand Carline O'Hanlon, the right person in the right seat. Only for point number 10, Hello everybody and welcome back to the Sideline Eye podcast. You're very welcome to our preview show and we're bringing you all the action from the club um, scene from last week and looking ahead to this week of, as well. As always, this podcast is brought to you in association with McKeever Teamwear, proud supplier of all Armagh GA merchandise. I'm delighted to be joined once again by Tommy Coleman. And as we said, we're going to look at, back at last weekend and everything that happened and all the drama of the last day action in Division 1A. And of course, looking ahead to this weekend, there's still plenty of trophies up for grabs this weekend, plenty of promotion games and relegation games and we'll be back on Friday we'll be bringing you a few interviews from the winning camps from Shane O'Neill's and um, from Derry News and hopefully the Harps as well. Tommy great to have you on and as I mentioned the Harps were league champions they beat Cleve on Friday evening um, by one point and Cleve they might feel hard done by that, that a few men missing on holidays and I know through injuries and stuff but there were five points up with ten minutes left, so I'm sure they're they're kicking themselves that they, they didn't see it out. I saw scraping away at it again. Uh, there's a bit of growling going on in the background. Hope it doesn't ruin the podcast. Um, I see a baby sitting, I'm dog sitting in it, and uh, <laughs> he's a bit temperamental here. But uh, no, uh, I think we all was, we, we talked about this game last week. We, uh, we said we thought you know it was, it was just going to be really 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 hard to call. Uh, we sort of edge, we edge up with. Uh, I think we end up with we just edge the harps part, and that's the way it turned out to be. But by all accounts, you know, Kilkenny gave really give a great performance. Uh, I think they were they were leading by six points or so at one stage, and uh, well in front with ten minutes to go. But you know, you got to hold it to the harps. We're playing the harps. You know, the resilience that they showed, and they dig deep and come back in, and you know. With ten minutes, ten minutes to go, and turn it round, pull it round. You know, that's that's something that you can't coach. That's that's out there. It's not there, and that will to win. And that there, when the chips are down, to, to turn it on, and, and not to panic, and to get the scores. And again, not a good spread of scores to say. With something again, that's two weeks in a row that they've proved me wrong. Saying <laughs> about the thing, but it's great to see them doing that because that's that's what they're going to need when coming into the championship. Uh, I know that I'm sure Kalevi will be disappointed, but you know they're, they're certainly going to be they're going to be a force to be looking towards. You know when the championship comes, and probably take some songs out out there this week, and you know they they look at where they are. And you know they had a few players missing, and you know that they, uh, they'll be able to build on that and put things right. And you know Wayne's done a, a terrific job there in, in his first year and. You know, they'll be looking forward to the championship and I'm sure they're not fearing anybody. The Harps, we're playing the Harps, you know. I know we talked about this time about the league and about the bigger things and the picture of the championship. But when you're coming in and you're going for a league title, you know, you want that. You know, there's nobody going to tell me that they don't care less, but you want that. You go at it and 
you know, Hearts showed that their hunger. I think it's thirty years maybe or so from the one that from the one the Division One League title. You know, what's going back when the, the the Twins were playing. You know, and the and the lads and they, they were good side won the championship all in round at their time. So maybe they're looking at that and saying that it's that could be an open for them too. But um, no, uh, with with tip Hearts, I think I took them up the very start of the year. I just thought that the squad that they had. You know, the fact that they'd won the reserve championship last year, the fact that they'd won the minor championship last year, there was no county players, you know, the only players that weren't going to be available to them were the players that were injured. Uh, and all teams do suffer that there. So, you know, for playing them, I'm sure Benny is delighted. And I congratulate Benny on, 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 the, on the win. I know he's probably looking for bigger things, but it's, it's great to get that there kind of title. And at the end of the day, it's a league. You've won one head. You know, you're going in there as a, as a, as a number one of the top seeds going into into the championship, and you know you're in that league. You're doing something right, and you know the confidence of the high, and you know just working. I'm sure there's elements of the game there that Benny won't be happy with, and his management team. But you know this is what the next few weeks is for. It's just a it's just to tweak them, just to get them right, and and, and get ready to go. But uh, congratulations to Hearts and well deserved. Yeah, definitely. It, it, it's mad to think that in, in 30 years that, that hadn't won a league. Like, I, I couldn't believe that status seeing the Harps put that up on their Facebook page. I couldn't, 31 years from 1991. I couldn't believe that. Um, uh, and so it's, it's obviously a big boost to them heading into the championship. Probably since they won the championship in 2017, they just haven't, they haven't reached that level again. I'm not sure. They maybe haven't reached a semi-final in that time in the five years um, from that. So it's a massive boost to them. They're going to play Mahari, obviously, in the first round. And Mahari, we're going to come to them now. They were in a relegation battle at the last weekend. And they just lost out. They won their game as well as Drummond T. They kept their end of the bargain. But Graymore beating Madden meant that the result Mahari and Drummond T got didn't mean anything. So Graymore just about survived. A late free, I think it was, from Marty Kiar. Saw off Madden and Mahari and Drummond T were relegated then? Yeah, I was uh, I was at the Clan game and, uh, you know, the taxes were coming in and coming through from what it was. And, you know, as we said last week on the podcast, we went to the three teams uh, and they all held up their end, as you said, done really well. Uh, Mahari, you know, to go and get crossed twice, you know, in two successive weeks, you know, that doesn't happen that often. And I, 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 I couldn't. I can't think back when that happened last. You know, uh, you know, for them to do that, you know, was was magnificent. And I'm sure that they're, they're sorely disappointed. They're great pride in themselves. I've said that before. They're, you know, how close of the close knit community they are, and, and how much they, you know, they love their game of football. And it'll hurt. It'll hurt them. There's no. There's no question about it. It'll hurt them. They tell you know they want. They want to stay in one A. I know they're still in senior football, and you know. They'll do their utmost again, but you know, I suppose they'll turn around and look at the knob and the way it was. And I know I'm speaking to you on this one because you know the knob, how much they were hurt last year going down. It's not, it's not something that you want to do. You want to remain. You want to remain in the top eight. You want to, make, you know, you want to be playing the best in week in week out. That's because that's where you where you're going to improve. But the knob, as I said, turn around. They've shown that you know that quality can carry through in, in that league and. And came straight back up again, come back up convincingly. Asked the date, they've only dropped one point. So, you know, Mahari was still, I would be a team that I wouldn't be writing off at all. 
uh, come to championship. And you know, I know it's not a championship podcast, but certainly themselves and the Hearts is a very intriguing one when it comes around. Um, the Drummond Tay, Drummond Tay fully deserved the the big clan earn. Clan earn had a few different players in, you know, which they were trying out uh, as you do. I mean, you know, the, the position that they were in, you know, were safe. They weren't going anywhere. They were trying maybe lads were who they were thinking of bringing into the championship and you know various positions and trying things out. And uh, Drummond Tay were a team on a mission. They played tremendous football, you know, for me, you know, that they were playing that type of football all year and pushing on, you know, making a bend where they were on that their day. You know, some tough, uh, some great scores, some fantastic scores. And uh, they're pushing on. Uh, they had their homework done. You know, their only way out of it was for Mahri and Green Moore both to draw and for them to win by 11 points, which would have kept them up on the score difference. Uh, they they beat us by twelve points, so they kept they done their bit that they had to do for playing them because it's not easy to do that when you're in a in a, in a pressure cooker situation. You know, some of them shots you can train too hard and pushing it on, but you no, know, kept the head down, kept kept it going, took some great scores, and were, were full deserving winners against us. And we could have no complaints. And unfortunately, it's another good side to score down into into the one. One B, and like we did, I mentioned it a few weeks back that those three teams, you know, ended, and you know, I said one, possibly two out of three could be going down, and that was Mary, who were the twenty twenty uh, uh, county champions, and Drummond T, who were last year's league winners, and it just shows you what kind of a division this is, and how tight it can be, and. How fine the margins are, and from week to week, you know, you can't really forecast, forecast it because on any given day, any one of them teams are playing themselves right and things going right can win. But you know, you have to, you know, hats off to Green Moor. They dug it in, they dug it out. You know, the time, you know, things were coming through. There were two points behind, there were three points behind, and then next thing it came through, and that was the last minute winner for them, you know. and it, that showed too, it showed a great nerve, it showed a great determination that will they survive, you know, that hunger and drive to do that. There are sometimes that's just, you know, in the modern day, in the modern day game, I think it's underestimated. I think, you know, uh, coaches coming in there and, you know, on the right, look like no tactical side of it, but sometimes the emphasis on the, on, on the technical and, and, and the tactics and everything else, just that raw passion and hunger and that will to stay where you want, where you, where you want to be, and that that, that fate, it's, it's you know that there is a fatal ingredient in anything, uh, you know, and, and uh, Green Moor do have that there in spades, and they can you know they've come through that there, and you know for Pedal, uh, they've survived, they've kept the, they've kept their status for for another year, you know, and they were comfortable enough last year too, you know, they, I think they were about third, maybe in the table at one stage, they looked like maybe they, they were going to win that league. Uh, and, and they fell off. So again, it just shows you how topsy turvy one year the next can be in this, and, and that they can't take anything for granted. And on your day, you have to be ready for it. That's it. And down in, in two or in one B. Sorry, tell me. There's loads of games this weekend. There's five in total. Um, where the, this podcast is out on Wednesday, so on Wednesday night, Silverbridge and Clonagall are are playing. So maybe people are listening on Thursday and know that result. So we don't want to spend too much time on that game. 
but we know that whoever comes through this has a massive chance of promotion. They both have two games this weekend. They're playing each other, obviously, Wednesday. Then they play on Friday again. Um, Clan de Gale, they take on um, Kerr Kruppen in a game that's going to be repeated in a couple of weeks' time in the first round of the Championship. Well, Silverbridge, they go to the Grange. So, a big weekend for whoever can can win that game on Wednesday night. And, of course, Mullabon, it's all in their hands as well. If they get a win against Bally McNabb on Friday evening, then they, they're in the promotion shake-up as well. So, it's just going right down to the wire, Tommy, as, as we probably expected. Well, we did. We always said the second decision, that was, I always thought that it was who would go up at Bally McNabb. We said that there right from the get-go. Clans have brought themselves right back into the race, you know, and, and, and I don't know what happened. I thought it was supposed to be last Friday, but whatever way it was changed around. But this game is, however, it's really the Preds and Clans have to win the last two games. And that's it, you know, and if you, there's no other way out of it. Whoever wins tomorrow night will go on to Sunday, you know, still without their chance of, of, of going up. Uh, the loser will drop out of the race. It's, it's, it's as plain as that there. You know, we don't. You know, clans going up there to Silverbridge. I've said before how difficult uh, uh, an objective that can be. You know, so I'm sure Silverbridge. You know, the, they don't want to be there. And a very ambitious club. They're a massive. You know, we look at the look at the club and the facilities that they have. They are a massive club and a massive area. You know, you know, probably people said that they're you know the funder of tea, but you know the fact that they're they've been up more there before and they've been down again and going about. But I think I think they're a very 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 good say. And I just think that the home the home advantage might be that just too much for a very young, uh, improving, and good Clannagale side who are really on the right road. But maybe it's just going to be a wee bit longer than you know than maybe they had hoped. But you know that's that's why I say it. I could be eating my words when I'm talking to you next week because I do I do think that both teams will uh, will win at the weekend. Uh, when, when it comes to that, or I think the both teams will win at the weekend. Yeah, I agree. I think we'll both win on Friday night. So Wednesday night's game is absolutely massive. And Mullabon as well. They're playing Bally McNabb um, on Friday evening. So Mullabon know that it's within their own hands. They, they've been up around second place, third place for the whole campaign, really. And it's it's a chance for them now to push on and try to get that that step up into, into 1A. Well, they pushed on last year too. As I said, we, you know, it was really between us and them in the end of it. The Greens were sort of on the periphery of that there for the promotion last year. And uh, it was only we played Mullaball in the last game, which really uh, got us up. Um, I don't know what they do. For me, I think that their edge again. Mullaball is so much to play for. You know, about it now, about me, I don't, I'm not asking to say anything or give anything away. <laughs> I don't want for you. I won't, I won't do it right now. But you know, for me, the knobs and championship mode now. And, uh, you know, I don't know, the train maybe has been altered and changed right away, but the focus is off it. Whereas Mullivon should be still, they'll, they'll be totally focused in on this game, looking to drive on, looking to get the one in. And uh, I'm going to go again, something that I haven't done all year, and I'm going to actually tip Mullabon to get what they need out of this game and uh, it's uh, it'll be a big ask for them but I think I think they're table the, the forwards that they have for me is always capable of winning the game no matter who they're playing uh, if they can get the defensive structure uh, and get that their right in place uh, they definitely the damage can be done up front so I, I just feel that a game as I did last week 
uh, that team, the team that has that wee bit more of an edge for them for that their game. I just, I just like to have that edge, and if the guy that they're in, that their wee bit of belief, I, I think, I, gonna, I think Mullaball will win, and I think Mullaball just, it's all in their hands, you say, and I think they'll go up uh, along with yourselves. And we'll just touch briefly on the um, relegation. When you from the start, it was three spots, um, three teams going down. The Oaks and Kerkruppen, maybe it's unfair to say, but not overly surprising maybe that they're, they're going down given that there was three spots. But Colihana, I suppose, the, the big thing we've touched on it all year, without the county men, they were always going to struggle. And they made such a, a great fight the last couple of weeks. It did look like, you know, there was a real chance that they were going to catch the Grange and maybe stay up. But just in the end, they they ran out of ran out of time. Really ran out of games, and they they've been um, relegated to intermediate football next year as well. Of course, all three. Yeah. If, if one of them, the only way that they can be saved if, is if one of them win the championship. So, um, there's always that chance. But three of them most likely going to be playing intermediate football next year. Yeah, it is. It's uh, you know, Crubbin. You know, I was looking forward to seeing Crubbin, and you know, but as I said before. You know, when we got them, we got out and got going. There were so many young players all at once coming through. You know, it's, it's a very, very difficult league. You know, there was no real experience there with them. And then, you know, you had young woods and all. They were away most a year with the county and they didn't have them either. Uh, so, yeah, well, not a massive surprise, but, you know, you know they'll regroup and I think it'll, it'll do them the word of good. Go back there and go back into 2A. And have another crack at the championship. They'll fancy themselves have a big year again, you know, next year. Uh, the Yogs, I think it's, it, it was always on the cards, you know, from day one that they were going down. There was so many retirements, you know, some boys decided to take a year out. They left Shorty with a very, very, very small hand to play with. Um, you know, they have some, I think, a couple of reasonably good underage teams coming through, just too young to get it at the senior, senior thing, senior squad yet. But I think next year they may be ready. So, intermediate won't be the worst thing in the world for Pierce Oaks just to get that their season and, and get themselves rebuilt. And, and you know, Pierce Oaks, a big club, you know, the, the, the big, the, them and the Harps, two big, big, massive clubs. You know, they've, they've always been, hasn't been a big lap between them over the years, you know. One would have had the upper hand for a couple of years, then the other one would have come back. And it's just that's what just refers right now at the moment. But the Oaks will come back. There's no 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 doubt in my mind about that there. They'll get as I say, they'll get regrouped next year, have a crack and chance and get them get a few young players in and get themselves back up. But Collie Halla, you do have to feel sorry, really feel sorry for Collie Halla. And it's like something I haven't mentioned by Bahari either. You know, Bahari had a big spread of the county players too, and could have been doing with them all year. And, and the same with Collie Hanna and you know that there has you know it's, it's probably you know the trip of toes has cost both of them their uh, their places in their respective divisions the, the only thing I suppose that the saving grace for Mahari is that they're still senior whereas Collie Hanna if they don't win the championship which is going to be a big ask you know to get yourself lifted you know after getting relegated you know they're going to be playing intermediate football next year and we'll move on to the it now, Tommy, 2A. We knew Shane O'Neill's were going to win the league um, last week and we've we've uh, an interview with Kieran Macken. Um, obviously, Shane O'Neill's an Armagh midfielder coming up hopefully on Friday. So we'll move on to 2B and this is the league that we've talked about <laughs> extensively on the podcast the last couple of weeks, probably all year. 
and the three teams that we keep talking about, Balik, Colleville and Tiernog. It's still them three, Tommy, all three are in what chance of promotion, in what chance of winning the league. And this this is just making for a cracking final day in Division 2B. Oh, it's, it's, it's brilliant, you know, it's, another, it's a fantastic end to it. It's the same as last week's, you know, all these leagues are so tight and so well devised now. It, it, it's absolutely brilliant, Sean. Um, it's, uh, you know, Turo beating Belik last week, you know, it's, and, you know, and the fact that Belik dropped the point to Clon Moore, what it was a big, it was a major surprise on the Friday night, and, you know, they dropped three out of four. Uh, you know, last weekend was, was I don't know maybe the injuries or whatever it was, I, I, but it's, it's a big drop at this year's stage of, of the game, and then a massive game on Sunday or Friday night, the massive game again, Colville, uh, Colville picked themselves up again. The same they got themselves back on the road after you know a bit of a shaky uh, sort of suppose in the three quarter stage of the league, lost you know dropped a few points, but. Uh, Colville do have to have to travel to the league, but I, you know, I think the way things are going at the moment for me, Colville uh, probably a draw, draw will do them, but you know, I think you know, at all Jewish fact, I think that Colville will get the win and it'll push on and get themselves ready again then for the championship. Uh, Port it down again, they've a lot, they play across seconds, they've done remarkably well, you know, you have that on the top of the first, first match of the year that. We were beaten by Colville up there, and as I think I said at the time, had a bad sent off after 10 minutes, so made them in a fair reflection on just where they were. But I think it's just a lot of young players, and it's you know, for them just to move there nicely at the two, yeah, it's, it's great, it's great for, for, for Portadown, you know, Portadown, you know, they're the only club in, in that area, uh, it's you know, and they don't have, you know, it's not the biggest selection in the world that they have, but you know. They can they can push on. There's no reason why they can't be a senior team. You know, if they get the head, you know, the head down there and they work hard, um, and I, I think they'll be at cross seconds on Sunday. I really do. And I, I think they'll they'll get their promotion spot. And uh, I've always said, and I can't change my mind now, that Colleville's the team that was going to go up and who was going to go with them. And it looks like it's going to be a turn look at the same. Same time, the league's very capable of saying, you know, this is all the hallmarks of, of a championship game. That's you know, between them and Colville, and you know, Blake seem to be at the best when they're when they're going out and, and they're playing and, and not their and not touching and not their atmosphere. So you never know what 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 could what what it could bring. But it, uh, you know, for me, I just have the edge and and go with Colville. But at the same time, it's the same as last week with the Hartford Kilary. We're talking about it. Uh, you know, you you could, wouldn't write the uh, Blake off, and especially they're at home. You know, and there's. You know, they'll be out and I'm sure they'll want to win the match and it'll be a it'll be a ding dong battle, but for me just call it just the edge. I went to that Blick and Terno game last weekend, Tommy, and it was I have to say it was a brilliant spectacle. It was a real championship atmosphere. There was so much tension, um couple of big hits, good scores. And I think Blick the Drew McVary only come on for them, who would be, you know, their main scorer really between him and Sean McCreesh up front. So Callum O'Neill played full forward, but perhaps would be better out the field if Drew McBarry's fit. So there, there's a couple of movements, maybe moving parts for Billy Colleville. I have to admit I haven't seen them this year, but I'll see them on Sunday. It, it's it's really it's such a, a big end of the year. And we mentioned before, I think when Billy and Colleville first played in the league, they were both unbeaten, and Billy just shaded that by a point. 
So yeah. it, it's probably going to be as close again on Sunday. Yeah, that's it. That's it's just uh, you know that's the way it's going to be. It's and there'll not be a big lot in any of these games, you know. And uh, as I said, they believe, but being at home and all, you usually go with them. But I, I, as I said, I, I just I can't go with what I've said again all year. Yeah. <laughs> I went, you know, I went with 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 Colville and uh, they've they've some good great players and we're rolling it all back in up there too. And I'm sure they'll be keen to get back. Back up, but at the same time, they'll be eyeing up the championship too. Uh, after coming so close last year, but I'm going to go with Colville just to edge it, and maybe may a point, maybe a draw, a draw, a draw is good enough for Colville as well, you know. So, so yeah, just close. just a, a roundup of what every team needs, as Tommy says, a draw does Colville. They, they they will go up. Tiernog, they they have to win, but even if they they lose. As long as Colourville win, they'll still go up. But we would imagine that Tiernog will probably get the win cross and Glen of nothing to play for their safe and they're out of the, the promotion um, yeah. chase as well. So, Balik, they have to win if they want to get promoted. And really, all three are, are in with a chance of winning the title. So, an exciting final day in Division 2B. And um, yeah. hopefully, Balik and Colourville will be live on Armagh TV. So, everybody make sure to tune in on that on Sunday. 2B, Tommy, or sorry, 3A then, Tommy, was wrapped you know, up. The, 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 the bottom of, it, of this league, Sean, too, is... Sorry, uh, yes. It's... Hotting up as uh, well. Every bit is intriguing as the top part of it, to tell you the truth. Katie play uh, Fork Hill. Yeah. And it's College Land, Claude Moore. So if College Land win, the losers... Wasn't it? Not right. Yeah, the losers of Katie and Fort Hill will have Fort to Hill. win. Yeah. Fort Hill will have to win where a draw would do Katie. It's not right. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's an all real it's a real going to be a real ding dong battle there too. So it's uh you know, Fort Hill have been putting up and been playing well and they were ahead at one stage there last weekend again caught all the ones and called yeah. back from uh and beaten. So but the fact that Fork Hill being at home again, he would just sort of edge it for for uh, for Katie, you know. Uh, I was just, I would just, I would, I would, I would just edge him to beat Katie, and and, uh, and I think I think College will go in. I think they, they should be a claw more, even though that's an odd derby, and it'll, you know there'll be a lot of pride to step and stuff. But again, College will have not to be prepared for. So yeah. it's going to be really, really massive as well. I think the fact that Clawmore have nothing to play for, they're out of the, they're relegated themselves and Ballyhagan already down. And probably if they were playing anybody else, maybe this game wouldn't matter. But the fact that they are playing College Land, yep. they want to take them down with them. So it's it makes for two thrilling games. And obviously, the winner of Katie and um, Katie and Fork Hill are safe. The loser won't know their fate until they hear the College Land Clawmore score. So it's going to be an exciting weekend and. Really, anything can happen. That's what I said. I think them games are Friday night. They're uh, the at the bottom end of the table. Yeah, they're and Friday. The Sunday. They're Sunday, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be a trick in there. It's no doubt about it. It's something to watch out for. So, good um, stuff all around. Hopefully, the College Lawn and Claw Moore game will be on Armagh TV as well. Um, so, all the all these big games hopefully being streamed live on Armagh TV um, ahead of the championship starting, I think it's next weekend. 
So um, obviously we'll be looking to keep an eye out on all the teams to see how they do in the championship coming up um, in the next few weeks. Um, Tommy, down to 3A, Derry Noose were 3A winners. So we we got an interview with their captain, Paddy Kelly, on what it meant for the club to win and get back up into intermediate football. So that'll be out along with Kieran Mack an interview on Friday. Finally, to wrap up, Tommy Division Two B, uh, Division Three B, sorry, is we we've been eyeing this up for a couple of weeks. It's again a winner takes all. Calivi against Thomas Davis in Calivi, and just a side note coming into this game, Calivi seconds were bottom of the table last year, bottom of the junior division last year, um, which obviously was the, the bottom of the lowest ranked team in the county. They now have a chance. They're one game away from winning silverware which you have to give them massive credit for what they've done in the space of, of 12 months to get into a chance of winning a league title. It's brilliant. It's absolutely, it's absolutely brilliant. You know, they think of how well that the seniors have went as well and where they've been able to work that there. It's not easy to have two senior teams and, and having them, them running and to keep everybody happy. Uh, the improvement there has been immense. You know, and you have to take your hat off to them. It's brilliant, and you know, that there are you know, there's players within, I'm sure, within that there are junior team, maybe some young players, and you know, they've been looking towards AM for next season coming in, and no strength in that senior, that senior panel, too. And, and it's great experience. Uh, with uh, Thomas Davis as well, a super club, you know, I've, I've spoke to you before about them, you know. Uh, you know, I don't think anybody but Rudd's them a wee bit of silverware somewhere along the line. But you know, you, you know, the county board sometimes gets an awful lot of stick for for the way that things are done. And this, that, and it's very easy. You know, when things are not going for you. You, you know, and we've all had uh, our clubs have all had decisions made against us. That's when you know we think we've been horsey dealt with. But you know, this setup in the in, in the leagues has been absolutely brilliant. And the only you know. You have, the only really only runaway factories factors in the whole the whole thing that hasn't come down to the really down the last the last week or the last two weeks has been yourselves in the in the Vision One B. Everything else has been a battle right to the very end, you know. It, 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 you know, it just three B it's been it was a great incentive to you know, spread in and, and to give those clubs, you know, who have no aspirations and instead of playing out your last seven or eight matches and you know they're all more or less they're all dead rubbers for you because you're not going to win anything you're not going to get up there you, you divide that league up and there's a there's a there's a challenge there's a name there's a there's a trophy at the end of it you could change into that 3b and, and and you have that there title and i think it's, it's been it's been brilliant and you know i think the the county board has to be really congratulated for what they do there and, and keep that keep that going. I think it's brilliant. It's brilliant. And the, the football side, as we say, the two teams, uh, there's not a big lot apart from them either, you know, so make a couple of men up the road. You'll throw that derby bit in it as well. And you know, that's a make us have a great game and uh wish the wish the two clubs all the best in it, you know. And congratulations to all the winners, congratulations to Terry Noose uh, and Shane O'Neill's, you know, you know, great work going on there, and you know, Paul Doyle is there. He's, you know, it's it's, it's going to be a tight affair there, and certainly we'll get around with talking about the, the championship. These championships are wide open again, you know. So. Yeah, definitely. The, the leagues have been hugely enjoyable, as you say, Tommy. Everything going down to the last day just adds yeah. an extra wee thrill to it, obviously. And with championship just around the corner, all the teams are ready preparing for for the championship. 
in all three divisions. Um, so we'll be back on Friday then. We'll have our, our winners podcast with a couple of the league winners, um, a couple of players from the league winners coming up on Friday's show. And obviously we'll be um, we'll be releasing all the results on Friday night as soon as we get them. And we'll know, we'll know um, a few of the league winners. We'll know the 3B league winner on Friday night on Sunday. Obviously the two, um, two B games, one live in Armagh TV. So we'll be re- releasing all the updated scores and of course the match reports coming along on Monday as well. Tommy, great to have you on once again and I'll hopefully have you on again next week. We'll do a, a, maybe a, a league roundup and then we'll look ahead to the championship which kicks off next Friday evening. So great to hear your, <clears throat> great to hear your thoughts, Tommy, and I'll talk to you again. Thanks very much, Sean. Always a, always a pleasure. Yeah.